Will it be Omega? Will it be Okada? It starts right here. IWGP Heavyweight Championship is on the line. Kajushko kind of defending against the cleaner Kenny Omega. What's up, nerds? Bruno 1.0 here with the Raven Forevermore from the Court of Nerds. What's going on, man? What's going on? I'm excited to talk about this one today. All right. This one I wanted to definitely talk about because uh, I have a couple wrestling friends who contacted me and said, Hey, man, did you see that six-star match in New (laughs) Japan Pro Wrestling? It's like, what do you mean six-star matches? They go to five. No, man. He labeled it. Who's he? I can't remember his name now because I'm so Dave angry. Meltzer. Dave Meltzer. Thank you. He ranks all the matches that are big and uh, awesome in the world of wrestling for like 35 years. For 35 years, he's been doing that longer than I've been alive. And yet, for the first time ever, he gave a six star rating. He broke the scale. He said, "You know what? It's better than five stars. It's better than perfection by his own scale. This is six stars." And I said, no, it's not okay, man. It's not okay at all. It's not okay. I'm angry. I need set it up for me because I'm upset. Okay. I mean, I, similar situation. I saw a Twitter headline that says Dave Meltzer gives six-star match to New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom 11. And I'm like, what? So I immediately watched the match because I'm like, of course, like, no, come on. What are you talking about? This doesn't make any sense. And I got to say, after the match ended, I said to myself, I get it. Mm, no. No. I got it. No. I got it. Ugh. There's, I, I don't think there's ever, and I, I will defend it. I will. Uh, the pacing, I've never seen a match paced better. I've never seen two guys sell better for 50 minutes like that. I mean, seriously, they sold everything from minute one to minute 50 of that match. Just they pulled out big spots, pure wrestling, just exciting false finishes. And they had like that match had three wavelengths when I thought it was legitimately over. And then they slowed it down again. And that like that match had like three chapters to it. I I've watched that match twice already. Uh, I get it. I get it. Okay. Ah, uh, I just that ending. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. I understand how great the match was. I don't think I almost just can... zoned out thinking about that ending and started eating crackers on a podcast <laughs> on accident. I just picked up a handful of crackers. That's how daydreamy I was about the ending of that match. <laughs> all right, all right. It was good. You know, you're losing your mind. I understand. It was fantastic. Uh, you're eating crackers uh, unceremoniously during a podcast recording. I understand. I <laughs> that would have been funny. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Omega and Kazuchika Okada. I can't pronounce his first name. 
We're just going to go with Okada. Okada, great, yeah. <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Kenny Omega and Okada. New Japan Pro Wrestling, Wrestle Kingdom 11. It was for the title, I believe, right? Yep. The IWGP Heavyweight Championship. There you go. You set, we're setting it up beautifully here. Kenny Omega had a great entrance with a little Terminator-esque type of thing. And That's right. He had the broom and all that. And Okada came out and did his whole thing. And they start wrestling, and it's great. Great pacing, like you said. Then in the middle, they just start picking it up pace, picking up pace, picking up pace, and it just keeps getting better. And mm. then uh, here's my favorite part of this match. Uh, Kenny Omega went for his finisher two, three times, never once hit it. Not no. once. Mm-mm. He sold it like he was going to two or three times, but never hit it. Okada hit his, what is it, the Rainmaker? Yeah, the Rainmaker. He hit it, I think, two or three times. And Omega kicked out two or three times. And finally, Okada got the pin with the Rainmaker. Great storytelling. I love it. Definitely worthy of a five-star rating. I don't think you can break the scale because then you're pooping. I'm centering myself there. You're diminishing. There you go. Every other five-star match. You're saying, yeah, those matches were great, but you're not this match. It's like, you know, no, no. I think this one was special. I didn't know much about this going into it. And I, and it blew me away. The storytelling sucked me in immediately and I knew nothing about it going in. Uh, I don't know. I got it. I still get it. (laughs) Uh, Here's my question. And this might be my problem. Did you see the match before knowing it was a six star or did you see the headline? And then you're like, I got to watch now. I saw the headline and I said, I got to watch now because I was so annoyed about it because I was like, (laughs) no, it's not going to be a six star. So I went in trying to diminish it to that five star level. And I left saying, all right, I kind of get it. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I did too. I went into it knowing it was a six star and immediately in my head, I went now you have got to blow me away. And it did. It was a fantastic match. But then I think, you know, I've seen other five star matches and I thought those were just as good. I, I will honestly say this is probably the best match I've ever seen. I will give it that for sure. Yeah, I can't I can't say any other words about it. Uh, but I don't know if it was worthy of breaking the scale because now it's just like, all right, what happens when a match comes along and beats that? Do you give it a seven? I mean, I get that. I don't know. I, yeah, what the heck's he going to do now, right? He did just kind of mess up his system. I won't argue with that. Why, why can't he just say this is the best five-star match I've ever seen? People are still going to know that. I mean, it's not going to have that glorious six next to it, but everyone's going to know, yeah, this is the best match Dave Melcher's ever seen, and then they can agree to disagree or, you know, agree. And I think he just wanted to really say this is the greatest match I've ever seen. But doesn't Dave Meltzer already have the poll to say that? You know what I mean? Yeah, he does. And I don't know. And then I don't know if you heard what Stone Cold said about the match too. I did not. He said he, he saw it and heard about the six star and he's like, Oh, I guess I got to check that out. And then he kind of left saying, you know what? I've seen a lot of wrestling in my life. And he said something along that might be one of the best matches I've ever seen. Like up there with like, three matches I've ever seen. So that's crazy coming from like a guy like stone cold, you know, like acknowledging its greatness and stuff like that. Yeah. And stone cold doesn't really 
pull me as the guy who would appreciate that kind of wrestling. So that's pretty big praise. I mean, he loves good wrestling, but you know, I, I don't see him as like the, the lover of high flying super spot moves like that. So yeah, that's big praise for sure. Man, some of those knees too that Omega was hitting at the end, I thought it was going to end it. (sighs) And I, I will definitely give it this. It. I'm starting to like come around and justify the six star match. I hate myself. Um, he, everything was crisp. Like there was no big mess ups. Like one of the five, I'm looking at the, the five star ratings here. Uh, CM Punk and John Cena at money in the bank, 2011 in Chicago, Illinois. If punk wins, he's taking the title cause he's leaving the company. Quote unquote. If Cena loses, he's fired. That was a five star match to Dave Meltzer. I remember that match fondly because CM Punk yeah. is my favorite wrestler, and that moment was woo crazy. Uh, there was a lot of mess ups; like the wrestling was not that clean, but it was the psychology that got everyone over with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what that's what's different about this one. Yeah, the psychology was great. The storytelling was great. The wrestling was crisp. Like there was no m- missed moves. It was almost like uh, they broke a jab. I've never seen a better use of a table in a match. Yeah, and like those tables are weird looking. <laughs> oh, the Japanese tables are notoriously terrifying, and oh my goodness, Omega sets it up on Okada on the outside and does the foot stomp off the apron, and I don't know how you a Japanese table almost never breaks on the first try, and they nailed that back body drop out to the outside, just insane. Oh, and Okada delivers some of the scariest ddts i've ever seen just everything about that match i might watch it tonight talking about it <laughs> uh, a little bedtime story for you all right uh yeah i and, there, and another thing i want to mention there was no outside interference uh the young bucks were out there supporting kenny omega they didn't interfere they oh. were there they were just cheering on the guy i don't know new japan that well so the guy who was with okada he didn't interfere like even when they went outside, they just let the wrestlers wrestle and there was no screwy finish. Like it was just legitimate wrestling all through and through. Yeah, it was, it was, but you're going to give it six stars. You're going to break the scale. Oh, it just doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll even say it's like, what the heck are they going to do about? Yeah. That's he's got, he's got some work cut out for him, you know, <laughs> Cause that's, that messes a lot of things up. <laughs> right. Like you've set this standard for 35 years. Like I'm looking at his database here. It goes back to 63. Huh. So you're going to go back to 63 and say, yeah, justifiably, this is probably the best match ever, but now I'm screwing up 35 plus years of scale. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know. And like, I'm looking at some of these matches they have and, this match definitely beats them. I mean, AJ Styles versus Christopher Daniels, Christopher Daniels and Samoa Joe oh. and TNA. Yeah, that match was awesome. Oh, that match is so special in my wrestling history. Phenomenal. Uh, Joe versus Punk, ROH. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Bret Hart versus Stone Cold, WrestleMania 13. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Michaels, Undertaker, Hell in a Cell. WWE in your house, 18, bad blood. Oh, I do remember that one. Michael's uh, Undertaker, WrestleMania 25. Also phenomenal. That's, yeah, that's, oh, man, that's tough. Right. So, I mean, there's tons of great matches, and I, I definitely think this is the best that I've ever seen. 
even with me going in on the mentality that I need to like justify this six star thing. But the match that gives it the most pullback for me is, I don't know if you've seen it, but the Brett versus Owen Hart steel cage match for the title at SummerSlam. Yep. That that's up here as well. That was back yeah. in uh, SummerSlam 94. Have you seen that match? I, I feel like I've seen snippets. I don't know if I've like sat down and watched it You need to treat yourself through that match. <laughs> treat yourself. You need to treat yourself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I need to, I'm writing that down right now or I'm putting it in my phone or something. Cause I, you know, because that that one in the Taker Michaels WrestleMania 25 matches were the matches that I kind of thought about. Like, was it better than that? I have to ask myself this, and it's tough to definit definitively say yes. You know? Yeah, and that's and that WrestleMania 25, uh, Shawn Michaels Undertaker, phenomenal. Like, that is one of the best matches I've ever seen, and I, I, I. Mm. This match was probably better wrestling wise, as far as like skill and talent. Story, I don't know if storytelling is better because you know you're talking at the heartstrings with that Michaels Undertaker one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- overall wrestling, this one was definitely better. But do you give it six stars? I just can't get past that. I know it's tough. I hear you. It's tough. Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels, the first ladder. Mm-hmm. Was that the first ladder match ever? Uh, no, but. Like the, the first one, yeah. Put it on the map. Uh huh. Absolutely. That one got a five star. Uh, let's see. Steamboat Flair. They had a great couple of matches. And Steamboat Savage in Detroit or in Pontiac for WrestleMania three. Yep. Yep. They've got uh, Paul Ellering. He used to wrestle. <laughs> I'm just saying no. That. What's on, that? He's on here. NWA, the Great American Bash, eighty seven. Paul. Oh, he, oh, he was the manager. Hmm. They show him as like a uh, great American wrestler. Match. 87. Paul, yeah. Paul Ellering, Animal Hawk, Nikita Koloff and Dusty Rhodes versus the War Machine, Lex Luger, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson and Ric Flair. Interesting. So weird. There must have been something. It was 87. I wasn't even born. Oh, it was the War Games match. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Okay, that makes – oh, that got a five-star. Oh, yeah, that's that one that got a five-star. That's awesome. I don't think I've ever seen that whole match. Treat yourself. I'm going to. <laughs> Fun. So, so, yeah, <laughs> I mean I'm just li- listening to all these matches because, you know, there's so many great five-star matches, and you're going to call this one better than all of them by breaking the scale? Like, <laughs> I know. It's tough, man. If he had come out and said, listen, this is the best five-star match I've ever seen in my life. Great. I'm on board, man. Perfect. But you're going to say this is that far above? Even if he gave it a 5.5, I might be a little, or a 5.25 because he goes in 0.25 increments. I would have been like, all right, I still don't get it, but I kind of get it. Full yeah. point, a full point above everyone. Full point. And as I'm looking down the list, Kenny Omega's on a lot of this stuff. I, he, let's just dive down this wormhole real quick. Is he mm-hmm. the best wrestler in the world right now? Kenny Omega? Yeah. No. Ooh. Who is? AJ Styles. Yeah, that's where I thought you were going. I, I can't disagree. Because that guy, he doesn't even do half the stuff that he used to do when he was a young TNA guy, a young ROH guy. And he's still phenomenal. He's terrifyingly efficient. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's... You know, and I'm, that's no disrespect to Kenny Omega because he's right up there. 
But I think AJ's the best in the world right now. And even it, Dean Ambrose and him tore the house down at uh, TLC. And I was not expecting that good of a match, to be honest, because you never know with all the James Ellsworth bull crap and all that. But, yeah, they, they're phenomenal. And now he's going to have another Cena match. <clears throat> yeah, and AJ cemented his legacy in my eyes as the best in the world at SummerSlam. That, Just. Did that match oh. even get a five-star? No, he did not give that match a five-star, which is criminal. Okay, come on now. I know, no. Haven't you, like, I remember, like, at the Republican National Convention, there was, like, a sign in the background of, like, CNN's live setup that said Cena Styles was a five star match. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that was my, like, my favorite sign ever. <laughs> yeah, that, he didn't even give it, like, a 475. Goodness. What are you doing to me, guy? I need to find this immediately. What was this star rated? Or what was this match rated? Cena, Google. SummerSlam 16, 4.5. What was wrong with it? Yeah, I mean, that there was zero mistakes as far as wrestling. There was nothing. You're going to give this a 6, but that a 4.5? I'm turning him, folks. I'm turning him. He's angry. <laughs> Just get angry all of a sudden. <laughs> That's funny. No. So, I mean, I, I think we can agree that this is probably the best match we've ever seen, correct? Omega yeah. Omega and Okada. It's it's in my top three. Yeah. All right. Let's go down that road real quick. We got a yeah. little bit of time here. Top three yeah. all time. Go. Oh shoot. Uh, top three all time. I mean, this is up there. You can say uh, I won't make you order them. Just any order. Your top three. Ta- Taker Michaels at WrestleMania twenty five. Yep. And um. And probably uh, back and forth. Back and forth. <laughs> Probably Brett and Owen at SummerSlam in the cage, just because it was it's still the best cage match to date. You know, it wasn't a barbaric cage match; it was a fantastic wrestling match inside of a cage. Yeah, I thought that was special. Yeah, I I would probably put Michael's Taker in there as well. Uh, Flair Steamboat Shy Town Rumble gets a shout out too because I think that's up there as well for me. Yeah, you know, any match where it has great storytelling is just up there with my book because that doesn't happen enough these days. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you got? What do you got? What's uh, you know, in no order, I would probably do Omega and Okada, uh, mm-hmm. Michaels, Taker, twenty five, uh, Austin Hart, WrestleMania thirteen. Yeah, yeah. That that one just how they pulled that off is phenomenal. They went from Austin being the heel. Brett being the face, and then they just switched it like that. That's it was the perfect heel turn. Oh, it was just the perfect pairing of two guys. Right. And it's sad that 90, 1997 had to happen, not because of Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, but because we deserved more Bret Hart, Stone Cold. <laughs> right, right. So that match will always be one of my favorites, uh, you know, forever. So it's a great one. Those would be my three. Um, okay. But you know. But I guess this is up there. This is up there. It has to be there because it was beautiful. And it was, was, how long was it? Like 40 minutes or so? It was 47 minutes, I think. And and honestly, it didn't feel like that. (laughs) No, it really did not. It really did not. It was really slow for the first 10 minutes, which was genius because then everything after that felt like they were flying. Yeah. Yeah. They built it up perfectly. So, and I'm such a sucker for selling. 
And anybody out there listening that's a sucker for selling, this match will win you over because these guys know what they are doing. Exactly. I mean, you've got the guys in WWE who can sell. Your Dolph Ziggler's. Uh, Sami Zayn is a great seller, I think. Um, Dolph Ziggler's one of my least favorite sellers of all time. Whoa, all right. Why? (laughs) I, every time, I don't know. You know, I, that's way overkill because he's a great seller, but he annoys me with his selling sometimes in the same regard that Shawn Michaels used to annoy me with his selling sometimes from time to time was that sometimes they would take it a little too far. Yeah. And my point is the triple H Shawn Michaels, Hell in a Cell match that went on for an hour because Shawn Michaels sold for a half hour of it. <laughs> what was the him and Hulk Hogan, Michael's Hulk Hogan, SummerSlam, oh, where he just well, was on sold purpose. on purpose? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, Ziggler does no. take it too far sometimes. Sometimes, just sometimes. You know, the Miz is not Batista. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you that for sure. Uh, but yeah, like you said, these guys, I don't think they oversold ever. <laughs> oh. No, and it was just the right amount. Oh, and just. Omega going for his finisher and almost getting it several times because as I said, I researched going in a little bit to that show. I all oh, just like I did for the UK tournament. I like looked into it before I watched it and I saw like, a couple of weeks before the match, Omega hit his finisher off the apron through a table set up on the outside. So every time I saw him going for his finisher, I got pumped because it's a really sweet finisher. It's oh. like that arm gets wrapped in there differently, and it's like Chris Sabin's uh, cradle bomb or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really cool move. See, I didn't know that they kind of had that build up to where he's killing people left and right with his finisher. And then- oh, that, yeah. They, the whole time the English announcer is saying, if he hits this, it's over. And that's so smart when they say that. Yeah. 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 Wow. When, they, when you build a move up, it makes it. You know, like every time The Undertaker goes through the tombstone, it's over, you think. Except for WrestleMania when someone exactly. kicks out. Yeah, right? I know. It's getting a little predictable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. awesome. They built it up that way. Because like you said, I was waiting for him to hit it, and then I was going to wait for the guy to kick out at least once. Yep. He just never hit it. And uh, you're going to hate me a little more because I just got tickets to a show in May that is Ring of Honor New Japan. Why do we even do this? Like, why are we communicating when you're just going to keep pissing on all of my dreams? Hey, it's in May. There's still time. Where is it being held? Uh, Dearborn. All right. Uh, uh, Metro Detroit. Yep. All right. That might be great. Yeah. We, I mean, no, go ahead. No, I mean, like, I'm, I don't know if Okada will be there, but I guarantee the Young Bucks will be there. I believe they just signed a new contract, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they do New Japan and Ring of Honor. Right, right. Full full disclosure here, Mr. Raven and I have never met person to person. Nope. I, I nope. think uh, the best way to do it, possibly, in Dearborn, Michigan, at an ROH event. Could happen. My tickets are already bought, but you could still get there and we could see each other. Boom. <laughs> Throwing up the click signs. That's right. Bullet Club for That's life. Right. No, I need to get myself a New Japan T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, I, I'm strictly a WWE T-shirt guy right now, and that needs to stop immediately. We need to expand our horizons, like true no. wrestling fans. I just have old WCW shirts, one TNA shirt because it's the Motor City Machine Guns, and then all WWE. Nice. <laughs> uh, I clicked on uh, 2017 real quick. Uh, what do you think, Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne, the final? What rating do you think it got? Um. 
Um, four. A little higher. Four point five. Yeah. You're gonna. I almost just said the F word because <laughs> I'm so right. disgraced. <laughs> just like that's not, that match was not AJ Styles versus John Cena at SummerSlam. Right. That's uh, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, wait a second, Cena Styles, Tyler Bate, Pete Dunne. It was a great match, but I don't in, think they're on the same level. To this podcast, we're reading into Dave Meltzer too much. Sorry, yes. Dave. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> the world is reading into this too much. But he did get the point across, and he did get people to put their eyes on this match. So I'll give him props on that. Maybe uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling gave him a little pasty. Whoa, allegations out here. I'm just kidding. I doubt that happened. <laughs> he means uh, it. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Oops. <laughs> That's right. The Geekiverse pays me to do this. Oh, wait. No, they don't. Ooh. <laughs> we don't pay people. It's all for fun. Uh, <laughs> so that's our, uh, I guess, discussion. I don't know. Uh, uh, judgment. I, I don't think we're passing judgment. You know, we have a debate about if it should be a six-star match or not. Um, yeah, I'm starting to come around that it was yeah. that good. But at the same time, do you break the scale? I yeah. It's a risk. Big risk. But... Um People should watch this match. Watch this match, people. Definitely watch this match. Definitely comment on what you think. Tweet us, Facebook us, uh, Instagram us. First of all, Mr. Benjamin Raven, where can they find you and the Court of Nerds? Uh, Thecourtofnerds.com. We do all things nerds stuff. Gosh, I keep messing that up. From wrestling, (laughs) comic books, TVs, movies. We do a little bit of everything. Weekly podcast. I do a little show that's so brave in and I'm on the weekly podcast, which you can find at the court of nerds podcast on iTunes and anything you can find podcasts on. <laughs> Definitely check all that stuff out. Uh, plugs, man, plugs, man, <laughs> drink it in, man. Uh, <laughs> we're at the geekiverse.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, check us all out on SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, all that fun stuff. We definitely want to start the discussion here. I, I can't put it on. Well, I guess I could put it on Reddit as long as I don't put the link. Full disclosure, I got kicked off Reddit briefly because I was plugging my own stuff too much. Uh, <laughs> I asked the moderator to be like, yo, sorry, I won't do it again. And they let me back on the WWE Reddit. So I will maybe throw the question out there and we can get the conversation started that way. As long as I don't plug the podcast anymore. My bad. Sorry. Um, it worked uh, the one screw time. it. Reddit's the reddit is real life hell on earth so screw it i will give you that uh (laughs) so that's our discussion on the six star match is it worth it is it not let us know for now mr benjamin raven we're out